0: Hey, it's Mirna from Happiness Academy. Welcome to the Happiness Academy podcast, a place where you can discover practical, simple, yet effective tools from the science of positive psychology. You're at the right place if you're looking to live a life of well-being and joy, staying resilient when facing any challenges, and incorporating a sense of meaning in things you do. Ready? Let's dive in. In one of the recent podcast episodes, I talked about practical tips to recharge ourselves according to different types of energy and different types of rest. So I was mentioning how a um, couple of quick ideas how to recharge uh, in terms of your physical energy, mental energy, sensory energy, creative, emotional, social, and spiritual aspect of energy. And of course, there is so much more we could talk about each of these. I will link that episode, by the way, in the description of this one if you haven't checked it out yet. But that one I'm talking a little bit in general about approaches we can use to to recharge and work on all these seven aspects. But for each of them, we could go way deeper (laughs) into um, what are some of the activities and tips and ideas you could do about it. Well, not to do seven episodes on all seven of them. I asked you for your preferences. What would you want to learn more about and discover more tips about? Which is the aspect of your energy that you find, you know, more challenging than the others to, to think about recharge? So, um, I asked you via Happiness Academy newsletter. If you're not there yet, do join us. Uh, I also asked you through uh, LinkedIn and Instagram, and here is what you came up with. You chose emotional energy so if you feel emotionally tired this episode is for you or if you think that maybe sometimes you feel emotionally tired but you're not even sure this episode is definitely for you so first of all when you feel emotionally tired or emotionally drained how do you recognize that first of all you might feel depleted like you know oh without willpower to do anything, without motivation to, you know, move and do anything. You also might feel detached, like disconnected from things, maybe cynical more than usual, more negative um, than usual, uh, more irritable and impatient than you would normally. It's likely when you're emotionally depleted that you lack empathy towards others, so you surprise yourself a little bit with being, I don't know, unusually cold or rough. Um, or not really as caring as you would towards someone, that might be the emotional depletion. It also might mean that you're not really tuned into your needs and wants. And this is a little bit tricky because it's even harder to recharge if, you know, you're not so tuned in and you don't even notice until you're really, really depleted that this aspect of your energy is kind of empty. So generally it feels a little bit disconnected with ourselves, with the world, with others. We kind of, you know, um, detach more, and it can also feel like stretched or overwhelmed. So what is the cause before we go into how to resolve it? What is the cause of this emotional depletion or emptying our emotional batteries? It can be many things. I'll name as many as seven, (laughs) but fairly quickly. First, it can be, too many interactions with others. I would even dare saying that that's maybe the most common cause. Too many interactions with others, or maybe a little bit difficult interactions with others. Like you know, fight or discussions or struggles, or maybe you know, person who triggers us emotionally quite a lot, or maybe just person that we find in general difficult to communicate with. Maybe in general, or maybe just in, in combination with our communication style, they kind of mismatch a little bit. So in a way, in this communication, we have to or hold the space for a lot of emotion from the other side and kind of manage their emotion, or maybe we have to work hard with our own emotion to contain it and not, you know, <laughs> explode and so on. So in some way we do a lot of handling of intensity and intense emotions because of this communication, because of this struggle. That's, as I said, I would say the most common one. Um, it's also one of the causes of burnout, which in a way is also emotional depletion. The second thing, the thing that can really drains us are things that require a lot of willpower. Willpower, decision-making, problem-solving, these kind of things. Why? Because while these are all mental processes, willpower and making a decision or solving some issue, they do require also a lot of emotional awareness and emotional processing. In decision-making, we also need to tune into what do we feel about different options and process a little bit these options emotionally. In willpower, we have to motivate ourselves a little bit. We have to manage our motivation in our state. So these are expensive cognitive processes that also take away a lot of emotional energy. So if we had to engage a lot of willpower or make some difficult decisions in that day, it's quite common, we'll be a little bit depleted. The third one, quite straightforward, is processing challenging or intense emotion. Often negative in a way, uh, emotion that feels negative, like maybe grief or fear or anger, uh, anything that's like intense and we we need to process it in that day. That's something that might tire us out if we don't find a way to recharge. Another one that can take us right down the road of emotional depletion is neglecting our own needs. So not checking in with ourselves enough, not listening to ourselves enough. Maybe we're too engaged in communication with others, in supporting others, in activity we are doing. Um, So in a way, we kind of did not notice and listen on time, what do we need? and we neglected our needs and self-care for a little bit too long, and that that kind of escalates by draining our emotion uh, emotional energy. Very connected to that is number five, which is feeling busy and rushed and stressed and not having enough time to relax and unwind, kind of constantly in this action mode or maybe survival mode sometimes. This is very connected also to not listening to ourselves because we are too much in this action we don't allow neither space to relax neither space to hear what do we actually need okay the final two okay uh, needing to be very patient so number six is kind of um you know Uh, Using a lot of energy to self-manage when we need to hold back or be very patient for longer time or in some way, you know, stay um, stay grounded and we're not really feeling like that or wait for something very long. This kind of a need to self-contain basically uh, will often drain our emotional energy too. And finally, the last one, it's actually physical pain or feeling physically depleted, it can be as well, that kind of it spills over towards the emotional component as well. If you're really low on physical energy or dealing with a lot of physical pain, which is mentally and emotionally difficult thing to deal with, especially if there is also uncertainty or ambiguity, we don't know until when will this last, um, then that's also something that can definitely drain our emotional energy uh, quite a lot as well. Now, One of the nasty things with emotional tiredness is that it kind of can also lead us into a little bit of an apathy. So, you know, meaning we don't really have the drive and motivation and the energy to do something actively about changing this state. And I think that's one of the worst tricks and triggers related to emotional but also mental energy that when we burn out those resources then we also it's really hard to find to energy to self-start and to, to get into you know doing something about it um, that will help us to get it back that's why it is really useful and really valuable to approach um, this renewal of this energy uh, by small steps through which we build sort of an upward spiral where it gets easier and easier to do the next step. So you wanna think really, what is the least effort and the small thing I can do, uh, but the sooner you do it, the better. Small effort related to listening to ourselves, related to self-care, related to allowing a little bit of space, You know how they often say like you know self-care it's not about bubble baths and it's not about uh, you know uh, sleeping and it's not about i don't know uh, manicure or massage but it's really about living life with meaning and your values and and that's all true however when our batteries are very very empty then bubble bath or silent time in dark room for a little moment or you know, a moment of reading a book, an article that, that inspires us can be a little step that helps us recharge this basic energy just enough that then we can go for a bit more ambitious steps which will recharge us even better and faster. And one thing that's not so good is Netflix. (laughs) Why, unfortunately, movies and series overall are not the best way of recharging any type of energy, except maybe physical, (laughs) maybe, if you're like way too sported out and and you need a physical rest. Uh, But in general, they're not, because um, they're coming with a lot of stimuli for our senses, which overwhelms and overloads the sensory side. And in a way, then they don't allow for quality of of mental and emotional engagement and and discharge and processing. So because of that, on one side, they're too passive. They don't allow us to actually actively process something through them. But on the other hand, they're also too stimulating in terms of a light and changes and senses. So in a way, they, they exhaust us a little bit sensory and at the same time, they don't meaningfully recharge us. But anyway there can be exceptions to this rule but overall uh, that's how it goes now let's finally get into those practical tips and let me share some specific ideas of what can help to recharge your emotional energy yeah the first thing number one probably the single best way is nature Spending time in nature, exposing ourselves to nature, uh, to green, to plants, to fresh air, um, to to beautiful views, uh, to place where we can have some silence from uh, all the, well, people as well, but also from all the traffic or any machinery or any artificial noises and immerse ourselves in this more natural environment. This is super helpful. This is also the best way to recharge our creative energy If we're looking to be more creative, but we feel a bit blocked and and like a bit depleted in that area, then also nature is great, but also for emotional. Spending time in nature, ideally also with some light movement, a walk, doing something, it's really, really good way to, um, on one side, actively engage and reconnect. Because as I said, one of the symptoms of drained emotional energy is disconnect and detachment and exposure to nature allows us on one side to kind of reconnect and open up again but on the other side it's not attacking our senses and it doesn't require difficult emotional processing. Um, So it kind of allows outlet and to allow that energy to flow again, but at the same time, it's not uh, draining it. So if you're looking for that first small step um, that will take you on that upward spiral uh, to move uh, towards capacity to do bigger steps and recharge even better, nature is brilliant as that first step. Okay, the number two tip is physical energy. Um, And that is um, when we are emotionally depleted often, that also leads us to low willpower and low self-control because we don't have the emotional resources for willpower and self-control. And that can also lead us to feeling of many um, stressful emotions like overwhelmed and anxious and worried and uh, restless and so on. And these, of course, are not most prone to really good night's sleep so on one side emotional depletion can uh, sabotage our sleep and rest and on the other hand it can also sabotage quality regime of sports and exercises because we don't have the willpower and we don't have the energy to engage with them in a quality way and then it's almost impossible to, to recharge those with quality because you know all the, all the aspects are empty and there is nothing to lead. So what we wanna do is we wanna start by uh, choosing a quality physical activity that we can focus on that is not uh, very uh, willpower challenging, so not something where we have to push hard to do it, but that is active anyway. In that way, we will restart the cycle of releasing a bit of that stress energy and letting go a bit of that, you know, restlessness and overwhelm. And then from there, we want to build the way towards better sleep. Um, And ideally, the main thing in these circumstances for better sleep will be to have more movement during the day and exposure to sunlight and so on during the day and to have better uh, winding down in the evening, like journaling and ideally no new stimulus, or so no TV, no blue light and so on. Uh, and then also maybe light yoga or meditation or stretching or some way of allowing yourself some more time in the evening and better way of winding down gradually so we would have a better sleep and we wouldn't be restless. I hope I didn't overcomplicate complicate that. It's very simple and straightforward. On one side, when we're emotionally deplete, we have too much of stressful energy, which sabotages our sleep. But on the other side, our batteries are fairly empty, so we don't have the willpower to release that stress energy through very intense activities. So we want to start building it by being mildly active and then building the stage for better sleep by paying attention to a bit of our food patterns and our unwinding pattern. OK, ready for tip number three? Number three is light stretching and meditation. So basically it's like this. It's very hard to recharge emotional energy in vacuum. It's very hard to say now I will just, you know, um, emotionally do nothing, (laughs) right? We usually need a light anchor for our attention. We need something that we can engage with that is active and positive for us and and it engages us and it pulls in our attention, yet it's easy. It doesn't require a lot of effort, a lot of willpower, a lot of self-control because we are lacking self-control and we are lacking the ability to focus when we are uh, um, emotionally empty. So we need something that will support us in that, that will pull us in, that will be light, but at the same time kind of engaging and pulling us in. So it's even better if that kind of activity, so creative activities are also great for this, like painting or uh, writing or, and so on. However, movement have an extra has an extra value of pulling us in also uh, physically and moving a bit of that energy in the body and distressing us and relaxing us. So again, we don't wanna aim for movement that's depleting and that's hard, that we have to spend even more willpower and emotional energy than we have, but we wanna seek for movement like yoga or dance or I don't know, ice skating or uh, uh, swimming, maybe something that's flowy and easy, that we enjoy, that's easy to engage with, that's not very energy expensive, but it makes us feel more alive, and it's a clear anchor where we can put our attention and that we can engage with. Okay, we have quite a lot of more tips to go, around five or so, so we have nine in total. Um, I hope you're still with me. I will quickly summarize them at the end uh, so you can also think which one you wanna engage with more actively. So tip number four is to pay our attention to contact with other people. If you're emotionally drained and you are more of an introvert, it might be better to create time alone and get into the dark space and silent space and create some space like that. But if that takes you down the spiral of negative thoughts, or if you're more of an extrovert, then it's better to engage with people to also um, recharge emotionally. However, you want to be very careful about who you engage with. You want to engage with types of people who satisfy two criteria. First, they are generally positive. They bring in positive thoughts, positive emotions, optimism, and so on. And second, they don't stretch and test your boundaries. Do take a moment to think who are these people for you. If you feel a bit emotionally depleted and this might be a good move for you, feel free to pause here as well and think a little bit, who are these people for me who would be good to engage with? Be aware that emotional exhaustion can also be related and go hand in hand with social exhaustion, meaning too many interactions. So you want to really think carefully. Um, is this a good time to engage with people or not? And it's really good to follow your own um, intuition towards who are people when you think of them, engaging with them right now would be nice and easy. You wanna follow the light, uh, the light in the sense of easy, not heavy, not difficult. Uh, That's usually light contact, usually means that these people are not heavy on our boundaries, that we don't have to defend ourselves and our space from them. Tip number five is maybe a novel or any other light and engaging reading. Down the similar track, like our tip number three, which was about body and engaging body in the light movement. When our emotional energy is depleted, as I said, we cannot uh, renew it in vacuum. So we might wanna engage it in something else that's light yet kind of positive and engaging. In this case, we are engaging our mental energy. Very often mental and emotional energy go hand in hand. And if one is depleted, it. Uh, over spills in the other of the two aspects as well and one of the great ways of renewing it is putting our focus on something that is gentle engaging light um, but at the same time immersive and it kind of pulls us in and and it captures our attention so we have no space to overthink and worry and feel overwhelmed and process everything well, uh, everything else. So that can be, again, a simple skill like juggling, if you know how to do it, not if you have to invest a lot of willpower, uh, or then also a painting or drawing something, but it can also be um, uh, reading something that's light and that's not like studying and not very difficult to comprehend, but that's more like a story that takes us on a journey. Tip number six, I'll go fairly fast through the next ones they're fairly short. So tip number six is talking to ourselves in a more kind, lovingly and light way. What do I mean there? Uh, with emotional energy and depletion, it very often we come into the place where we feel um, bad, you know and then we feel bad about feeling bad we feel guilty that we drove ourselves here or maybe we feel weak because we are not strong enough to maintain our energy and stay focused and strong in the face of challenges or maybe we feel um i don't know inadequate because we are not better at sustaining our energy or because we don't have the um I- immense energy for everything we would want to do so it's very common that we. Uh, emotional depletion. There is also sense of some sort of inadequacy, guilt, upset, uh, anger about that state and so on. So that's not what's gonna help us. So we wanna be very mindful of our self-talk in those situations and really think, how am I talking to myself? And being more gentle, compassionate, supportive uh, in the way that we talk to ourselves. It's nice practice for this to maybe choose a sentence you wanna say to yourself, often throughout these days, like you're okay or everything will be okay. Like one I like to use in these kind of times it's wishing myself a really good morning in the morning. Be very like, yeah, good morning Mirna. <laughs> No, So that's that's one idea but the point is not to choose something fake and you know that will be pushing you and that you will be forcing yourself to do but really choose something that feels soothing and positive and okay in these kind of moments and then really take that and repeating that sentence often until it becomes natural part of our self talk that's better than to keep changing different sentences and then not getting attached to any. Okay, the final two, are you ready? Tip number eight is journaling. And journaling uh, is can be used in two different ways to renew our emotional energy. One is offloading our thoughts and emotions to paper, you know, just to empty our head, to vent a bit, to, to release some of the, the thoughts and, and not run in circles with them. But it can also be used to create structure and insights with smart reflection questions. If you're using journaling for the first one to just offload the thoughts and emotions on the paper, do not go back and reread what you wrote because you will just run in circles again. Write it, throw it away, <laughs> cross it off. But if you're using more like for questions and try to create a structure with them and some insights, then uh, that is something you can come back to and process more. So one approach is more just like whew, when feeling overwhelmed or overloaded, letting that out. And the other process um, related to journaling can be more like, how do I get out of this? And these can be questions like, what do I need? Uh, What would be most useful for me now? What is the first small step that will put me on a positive um, spiral? Um, Who are people um, that would be good to engage with right now what are the activities that would be good for me right now uh, how can i get more nature sports uh, whatever uh, reading time or anything else that kind of questions will help you with this and finally the ninth one honestly this one be, might be a bit of a personal preference more than a general tip but for me something that really helps is making plans for my next steps like Uh, Also the schedule for the next days, the goals (laughs) and so on, because they give me a bit of clarity and sense of order. Like if I create a schedule or a plan, I definitely recognize this might be personality related, not uh, other people might feel like, oh, the rigid, rigid structure, doesn't help. Uh, But for me, that really helps sense of order, sense of clarity within my plans and schedule. So yeah, think about that one. Does it help for you? Now, I hope you got some good ideas on how you can recharge your emotional energy a little bit better uh, with this. One thing that definitely also helps a lot is change of environment, like stepping into a new different place, uh, surrounding yourself with a bit different people, but in a cozy way, not a stressful way. Um, And also mindfulness, different tools for mindfulness and tuning more into our body and practicing a bit of meditation and also tuning into senses as a way of redirecting our attention. So, of course, goes without saying, one of the great places where you can learn all of this and expose yourself to it more is also um, Happiness Academy Learning Getaways which are week long, immersive events on which you get to learn a lot of positive psychology tools, but also have a lot of engaging, um, meaningful conversations uh, with others interested in similar topics. Um, And you also get to, you know, seek new experiences and adventures in some of the beautiful locations in which we build them. So I'm linking uh, this year's getaway in the um, in the description. Do check it out if you're considering joining us and feel free to get in touch with any questions. Now, in terms of your own emotional recharge and emotional energy, I will very briefly and quickly now summarize the nine tips I shared, and I will invite you to choose one that you want to put in practice next time when you feel a bit emotionally depleted. It is very important to have the tips and the plan and the intention ready before you actually need it because when we're emotionally depleted, it's really hard to think even of simple solutions. So have them ready, have them handy. Choose one or two tools that I mentioned already now and keep it in mind for whenever you need it. I'll go through the nine quickly and you pick your favorites. First one was nature. Second one was uh, paying attention to physical energy with better sleep and light sports. Third one was light stretching or meditation or maybe dancing. So engaging into something physical, uh, an activity that's light and enjoyable. Fourth one was contacting and connecting with others, but only if they're positive and very respectful of your boundaries. Fifth one was some light and engaging, reading or maybe creative, you know, painting and drawing. Again, something that engages us in a story, but it doesn't require a lot of effort uh, invested. Sixth one was talking to yourself, more kindly, softly, lovingly, lightly. I think that one was useful for everyone and always. So maybe start that one today, regardless of your emotional energy level. And then eighth one was journaling. Could be just to release the thoughts or could be to structure them and find some answers. And finally, the last one was making some plans towards the future, creating some order in our plans and our next intention. I deeply hope you found some useful insights and ideas today. Um, in this podcast and I would be very curious to hear which of these you're using, which of these are you putting in practice. Do you maybe have some other tips to add to this list and is there another topic you would like me to explore deeper and dive into more practical tips. To answer any of these feel free to uh, to, um, comment on any of the podcast or YouTube platforms um, or even better, uh, let me know by replying to Happiness Academy newsletter so it lands straight to my inbox. Or let me know through Happiness Academy Instagram. I would love to hear your thoughts on all of these topics. Um, yeah, and hear what are, you, what are you learning and what would you want to learn next about positive psychology tools. See you around. Wish you an amazing, emotionally recharging day. Thank you for exploring this topic with me. I hope you found some exciting ideas and tools that you will use already today. Remember, they only work if you put them in practice, but then they make all the difference. If you like Happiness Academy podcast, do leave us a rating and a review. It will be really helpful. And if you haven't done it yet, click on the links in the episode description to discover free materials and valuable resources to dive in deeper. See you in the next episode or at the Happiness Academy newsletter.